Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to the Blank Slate, and thanks for pushing play. This is your host, Mullet, here, kicking off our first annual wrestling podcast uh, following WrestleMania 32. Wait, what? Oh, sorry. Oh, wait, this is still a wrestling podcast. Oh, okay, cool. Well, damn. This is Mullet, your host. And it's time for WrestleMania 32 post-show thoughts. Over the Skype airwaves, we have two members of the Swallow Squad, hopefully about to be a third uh, once he finally finishes watching WrestleMania. Uh, the way WrestleMania was, that could take until Thursday. In New York, first is Tope. Um, I, was, I think it was four years ago with that uh, famous picture with Punk and Beth Phoenix and Kofi and Evan Bourne. I think they might be able to take that picture again tonight. But the future is pretty fucking bright, guys. So bright, I gotta wear shades, man. <laughs> like that Tim Buck 3 song. Tim Buck 3 references. Shout me out on Twitter if you know that band. <laughs> legitimate three in their name. They didn't spell out three. They put the number three in it. In Chicago is Rich. What the fuck are you talking about? I have... So here's a preface. Don't take a single word I say on today's podcast serious or expect me to attempt to be funny. Because it's not going to be funny. It's all going to be jaded and jilted and angry and I have a headache and I got to go back to work tomorrow and it's hot up here because I've got to turn the fan on. And Sam found out this hatches an egg isn't actually from 1940, so it's not worth $5,000. And I'm a mess. <laughs> look, we can make this the easiest show of all time and just read these 10 words or less and then get out of here. Uh, look, I told Toby beforehand. Number one, I'm going to do the blank slate joke because the entire night on, on our test messages, I'm like, I don't, have a, I don't have a wrestling podcast anymore. This isn't fun. And number two, we can only maybe talk NXT TakeOver and then call it a night. <laughs> just, and just say fuck it. But yeah, I, I'm glad I got these up. Uh, so we can read this uh, at the end. Uh, so yeah, it's a tradition here on our show for their six years that we have talked WrestleMania result immediately after the podcast. If you're, if you're new to Podswoggle for March of Madness... Uh, this is not normally what we do on the podcast. We don't normally, after every pay-per-view, go over uh, the show. We don't go over recaps and break it down match by match. Only once a year do we do this. And, uh, and, and, and of- Bound for Glory being the biggest show of the year, I mean, we kind of have to. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> at, the, uh, at the Knoxville Civic Center, live in Stuff Dallas, Texas. Uh, again, told you, I'm, I'm going to have the worst week of the weeks on this show ever. Cause I'm, I'm... Rich, you want to host the show? Not really. Tell me, you want to host the show? <laughs> oh, God. I, no, I might have my own show now, but still not great at hosting. Considering consider you started WrestleMania on an airplane tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and stop watch while I was in a cab, put on my computer so I could watch the end of, uh, of uh, the NXT matches. Yeah. Uh, so let's get it kicked underway. Kicked underway. That's not right. Uh, let's get it kicked off. 
with as we generally do here on the show. Well, I'll, I'll leave it up to you guys. Do you want to start at the beginning of the weekend? Do you want to just start with Mania? I'm going to leave it up to you guys. What's going to be the best thing for us to do? I've, I think a lot. I, I said this after WrestleMania 30 when there was a lot of be, us being jaded and upset about certain things that everyone on every podcast is going to be bitching and complaining and moaning and groaning. True. So I'll do the same thing I did on WrestleMania 30. And now this is Podswoggles. Of the week. I love Disco Inferno's Duck, and here's why. <laughs> because it's a Rick D song from the 70s. Like the 70s. Everyone knows Rick D's, America's Top 40, right? I still listen to it every Sunday. I, Sam and I specifically go out on Sunday so I can listen to Rick D's Top 40. Uh, it's a one-hit wonder about a duck that enjoyed disco. And in 2000, Glenn Gilberti... If that name doesn't make you just want to spit marinara sauce out of your mouth immediately, I don't know what will, decided that, you know what's going to be cool and fun? A plastic duck is a sidekick. And it was hilarious. Scott Siner beat the duck up with a lead pipe. That's a sentence that I can say. <laughs> and it can be rooted in fact. I love Disco Inferno's duck. So Is that better, Toby? We get a little bit... Uh, I like that. Increase the levity on the podcast. You know, bright side. Uh, here's what I'm going to do, Toby. Uh, I'm going to steal from RJ Hates Rap. For every match from WrestleMania night, I'm going to give you three things I liked about it. All right. I like that. I like that. Uh, Just like about the ladder match. Except the ladder match. I'm going to give you... No, there's plenty, actually. The ladder match was like my second favorite part of the fucking show. <laughs> I got to see my wife happy, at least. I'm a good person. I got to see the person I'm going to spend the rest of my life with yell and jump and almost hit her hand on the ceiling, and she's not even that tall. Rich, what do you want to what do you want to do? Uh, that, well, that's the thing is because I feel like if we just start with takeover, uh, can we end with takeover? <laughs> I was gonna say yeah. let's end with takeover. Okay. Also, I, mind you, it's twelve twenty when we're starting this. WrestleMania lasted legitimately almost half a day. No, more 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 than half a day. It lasted seven hours. <laughs> Hashtag still not longer than Marcho. <laughs> no, it, it didn't stand us. It legitimately tried. It was longer than Marcho last year. It was longer than 31 video game wrestling matches. It's a shoot. Uh, every year, we start with general thoughts on WrestleMania. We open the floor up. Whoever wants to talk as a whole about how WrestleMania was. Whichever one of you want to do that, go ahead. <laughs> uh, fuck it, I'll start. Um, it, I thought this for a while. It should have been one of the best WrestleManias ever until everyone decided to do HGH and get hurt. Uh, get ready for the night. <laughs> like the like, just going through what should have been the card. It should have been the best dream matches, the best builds, and this was a product of it. And they just. They tried to make a lot of moments, and you don't create moments. They just kind of happen. I, I want to make an, uh, an addendum to what you said. Everyone that got hurt was doing HEH except Cesaro. He just unfortunately legitimately got hurt. <laughs> the poor bastard just got hurt because he doesn't need it. Rich? 
I don't know. I was right, man. This was their wet fart year. This was the one that was just going to end on a fucking... And <laughs> Somebody tweeted that to us uh, at some point. Like, WrestleMania... Like, Widden song. Like, WrestleMania... Yeah. It's a mania with a plurf at the end of it. <laughs> I think that was a uh, uh, standard dry standard bear. bear. Yeah, you the real MVP, standard dry bear. Uh, so for me, and uh, so I've been watching wrestling my entire life. I'll be thirty years old in January. Um, and I, I try to not use hyper like I use hyperbole or not, not as much as some of our other friends, but I use hyperbole a lot. And I, but I also, Toby and I were talking before we started recording. We were waiting for Rich to jump on before we start recording. I, I I tried to look on the bright side of things a lot, and we are a, you know a wrestling podcast with entertainment and comedy. At the end of the day, and I, and we all knew how the show was going to end. We we all knew that what it was. And that that's that would bother me. This was the worst WrestleMania we've definitely had since we started the podcast. This was definitely the worst WrestleMania since we've known each other. And Rich batting down the asses. This is the worst WrestleMania since WrestleMania 9. Well, uh, what do you mean by that? Yeah. <laughs> she waited. Yeah, well, yeah. No, but that I means at least WrestleMania 9 had the head shrinkers almost murder Scott Steiner. Right. <laughs> and Scott Steiner's amazing because I fucking love him because you saw the header he took from the ring to the apron. Yeah. Or not, not even from the ring to the floor. That was the start of all of his problems, and he finished the match. Man, do I have to go through WrestleMania 9 highlights right now just to fucking defend that thing, or can we just move forward and say, was it really? Like, 26, though. 20, no, no, you're talking about 27. 27. 27. I would 27. say Sorry, 27. 27 is 27. 20, 27 had, was there a match that was better than Undertaker and Triple H on tonight's show? I would say a triple threat match. I would say it was close. I would say I would say it was close. But I'd, watch that, I'd watch that triple threat match five times more before I watched Triple H, Undertaker from 27. Mm. See, I honestly don't know if I would. But at least WrestleMania 27 uh, had a, a couple of decisions. Like Cody Rhodes beat Rey Mysterio on that show. It didn't mean anything. <laughs> But in the day, like it still like said it, <laughs> you know. At the at, at the end of the day, twenty seven had a cool ass Nas song in it. It, yeah. it had the Miz, it had the Miz's intro. Mark there Mars. you go. It had it had a, a, a totally decent Randy Orton CM Punk match. I'd watch that match ten times before I'd watch the AJ Jericho match again. Mm. You know, there, there's a lot of similarities. The main difference that one of them was seven bloated hours. Um, at I would say I'd rewatch it, but I got it. WrestleMania 32 is Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice. So what's 27? 27 was the first Daredevil movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, the only Daredevil movie was Daredevil with Batman. WrestleMania 27 and WrestleMania 32 are the Ben Afflecks of WrestleManias. <laughs> the Ben Affleck super movie, superhero movies of WrestleManias. That hurts my heart. Does, no, that mean, does that mean like takeover was Argo? 
No, yeah. <laughs> Every year, I want to like Ben Affleck. Every year, I'm rooting for Ben Affleck. I'm excited. I get my popcorn. I have a lot of beer. I'm, I'm excited for this Ben Affleck flick. And you know, sometimes, you know, he kills it, like in Gone Girl or Argo, you know, or The Town. Sometimes, it's a Geely year. I'm gonna actually now. I'm gonna re. I'm gonna bring back articles to the pod uh, to the website and break down every single WrestleMania and try to make each one of them be a Ben Affleck movie. <laughs> okay. Uh, so those are my general thoughts. Um, that means you're gonna have to watch every Ben Affleck movie. <laughs> now I'm just gonna make general assumptions. <laughs> I'm, just gonna, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna generalize and guess. Guess randomly. Uh, Rich, do we not have guests? Or Spencer and Zanger? Nah, everyone's gone. Okay. Everyone, everyone can now wait to leave. <laughs> I mean, more or less. Let me, let me, let me get. All right, it's so also late. Well, no, it's super late. No, I know. Trust me. I'm, I'm equally upset about how late it is. Um, let me get then, because you're the only person that had an audience. I was. I think that was also part of the problem. Is I was by myself watching it. Tope was like, you know, basically by himself watching it as well. Besides the taxi driver that was accompanying for NXT. Uh, what was everyone's general consensus about WrestleMania uh, from a more casual perspective, Rich? Um, everyone seemed to be enjoying it well enough at the, the little special kitschy parts that are meant to be enjoyed by most everybody. Um, you don't really get to hear a lot of commentary because, you know, it's a big room full of people enjoying themselves. Um, everyone lost their goddamn minds when all those legends came out and HBK came out in his wrestling gear, which still confuses me. Um, so basically, like, all the parts where we were, like, rolling our eyes, everyone was pretty much digging. Um, except, of course, the end. <laughs> so they were in, they were in, they were along with the consensus at the end as well. Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, all right, let's let's start then. Pre-show. Uh, first of all, apparently it took everyone for goddamn ever to get into the fucking building. Yeah. I mean, it just goes to show that Cowboy Stadium and you know, not used to that many people showing up. Hashtag fuck you, Romo. Um, for the U.S. title match, which I felt bad for. Like, they had to work in front of, like, half of... Well, I mean, they had to work in front of, like, 50,000 people. Instead of a hundred thousand people, but still, that, that sucks to be in that spot. Um, Kalisto and Ryback, Rich, thoughts? Cool, it was fine. Yeah, it was a it was a nice little match. Yep. Had a couple. It got better as it went along. You know, nothing wrong with it. Tope, did you get a chance to see it? No, the the first full match I saw was the uh, New Day. Le- uh, uh, what the fuck are their names? League of Nations. Yeah. Or the yeah. lads now? What was that whole lads thing that Barrett was spouting, and they were trying to get over? Hmm. I didn't even hear that. I heard like I heard JBL like mutter it at one point, and Barrett was talking about like the lads won one, and it's like, why are you gonna try to start that now, man? You you, you got you got nine toes out the door. <laughs> um, next was the divas match. Oh, I'm sorry, the women's ten man tag. Got to get used to doing that now. Even though I've been wanting to do it forever. Uh, Bad and Blonde. Yes, Topa, that is their name. Let me hear you giggle again. <laughs> Perfect. Which one's bad? Which one's blonde? <laughs> Let's take off their pants and find out what? No, that's a terrible thing to say. Oh, no. God damn it. I warned you. Uh, against the Total Divas. Uh, oh, Toby, you didn't see it, so we can't break it down wrestler by wrestler. <laughs> um, the... St- the the Brie get the pin or the tap yep. out or Brie got the tap out on Naomi I think so we oh man so we need to know 
<laughs> Daniel Bryan, keep keep keeping him down, man. Uh, Rich, thoughts? It was as good as it was ever gonna be. Yeah, it was again totally fine. Nothing wrong with it. Lana did what you would expect her to do, you know, which I think we're like she took one bump and hit a couple kicks, a uh, couple good spots from Emma. Uh, even Marie got booed like there's no more. Even though that was probably the best Eva Marie has ever looked. I agree. Yeah, I mean she looked. She didn't screw anything up, which is a miracle. Um, Sam wouldn't shut up about how ghoulish Paige looked. And I was like, all right, whatever. Um, yeah, that's about it for that one. Uh, Usos versus Dudleys. Uh, I thought they were going to run out of time. <laughs> there was like 12 minutes left when like they were coming out, and I was like, Jesus, they're really pushing it here. Because um, I think, again, it was because of the time they got fucked up with uh, people being lit in the building. But um, definitely probably my least favorite match of the pre-show. Would you agree, Rich? I uh, didn't really get a chance to watch much of it because people were starting to come in at that point. Okay. Um yeah, I mean, it was totally serviceable. The crowd was more in a theme of the evening beyond the rock. The crowd was, it wasn't digging the Samoan clan um, or the, the Samoan. That's wrong choice of words. The Samoan uh, baby faces. Yeah, the, the Samoan persuasion. <laughs> the Samoan <laughs> persuasion sounds like an upcoming film that Harvey Weinstein is going to try to get Oscar nominations. Um it was they were more into the Dudleys so and of course Zeus was one uh kicked off the show with did you watch the opening package Rich yes nothing I I I, I think I was no I didn't I didn't (laughs) Wrestlemania 32 and you can't remember what you did or did not watch (laughs) because it was over half a day ago um, it was like it was a decent. They had like they would show like they like refilmed certain like images. Like they would show like Cena's hat being thrown or like Edge climbing a ladder. Like just a shot of his tights. It, it was it was a decent look. I just I'm glad I got to see it this year as opposed to last year when I was trying to order pizza when L Cool J was killing it. Um, America the Beautiful, and then we open with the Intercontinental Title ladder match. So you didn't see any of this, Tope, or you saw some of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, plain lands. Uh, the my Wi-Fi or my you know internet is a kind of shitty. I turn the network, no audio, and all I hear is Riders Garden grab a title. Riders got a title. Riders champion. And I'm like, wait, what? The fuck did I miss? Wait, so you mean you had no video? Yeah. So that's all I heard was like Cole yelling that Rider won, and I'm like, <laughs> what did he win? he's number one contender that's weird that they would have an IC title match for a number one contender with a champion in it are we throwing that out for pick'ems? they didn't tell me that (laughs) but yeah no that's the first and then my my network on my phone went out so I didn't like see anything after that no, actually, no, saw, the video did pop up for a second, and that was Zack Ryder's dad putting a cowboy hat on him. And Zack Ryder being like, fuck this bullshit. This is my fucking moment forever. Oh, his dad was just waiting for John Morrison to run in. Um, that's, I'm surprised I remember that reference. Uh, Rich, 
Hmm. <laughs> Rich, I need something here, man. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. It, it's <laughs> it's cute to see, you know, uh, uh, these guys that are clearly going to be like opening the show, like go all out and get like special gear and everything. Um, loved Owens's uh, <laughs> WrestleMania fight shorts. Um, you know, I hope he has special shorts every year. Um, I just like, it was a fun match to watch, but like it, it's, it's crazy how it seems like it all got negated by the outcome. It was so, so before the match, I, I forget what we were talking about, Rich. We're talking about some odds. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, no, but it was beyond that. But I I brought it up that, that I at the very last minute before the show started, I like clicked on an article on a website to like see, you know, like a video from something from beyond WrestleMania weekend. And at the bottom of it, it had like talking about odds. And my eye just happened to glance and see that the biggest swing at the last minute for odds was Ryder. That he went from a plus thirty three fifty to like minus one twenty to win the thing, which I didn't tell my I didn't tell Sam those odds because had she known them she would have put a, I could have won almost forty grand that night because of Zack Ryder. What do you think? Was the, shit. <laughs> what do you think was the actual like decision making behind that? Just shock people, just literally. Or two, or one of two things. Either number one, that was supposed to be Neville, which I honestly think is what it was. I legitimately think they were going to go with Neville. So, so, so you change plans. You don't just cut and paste. I think they cut and pasted. They looked and said, "Who else can we put in this match? Who, who have we made eat shit for so long that who has had to deal with Mojo Rawley's body odor for the past year and a half?" <laughs> I, what does I that would, equal the Intercontinental title? <laughs> I can't buy that for a second. The bet's like, ah, fuck. We already booked the finish with this completely different guy. Fuck it. Give it to him. I, 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 I think it's partially that. And I think another part of it is, again, just to open the show with a jaw-dropping moment. To just to shock people. And they did. I mean, they did. A, I mean, if you saw me on Twitter, I had that mouthful of pizza for about five minutes. Because also my the headache that I currently have was started then when my wife jumped up and down like a fucking buffoon over a fucking buffoon, winning the second most important title in the WWE. Um, so like Owens just destroys him tomorrow night, right? That's what. Then that's the thing. Like that's it's either going to be tomorrow night or at payback. It's going to go right back to where it was, and it's and it's not going to mean anything. I hate being result oriented, but if if that's how it ends up, fuck it. If anything but that, I'm fine with it. Yeah, like if Sin Cara had won, then hey, both Lucha Dragons have individual titles. We can do something with that for a month, and it might lead to a cool match. That's hey, Cody Rhodes' dad died this year. That'd be a nice, cool moment where maybe he gets rid of Stardust. You know, Sami Zayn just worked the best match of the year, which we'll get to later. Kevin Owens beat John Cena this year. Dolph Ziggler has not quit on us yet. 
the Mrs. Wife has big tits. Like, one of those things is a better excuse than he grew a beard and hangs out with Rob Gronkowski's friend. <laughs> but that's, that's, they went, they wanted to surprise people. And that's what they went with. It wasn't like a, a good on you type thing. Because if it was, then he would have gotten a moment, I don't know, in the past two and a half years at all. Because that was what? WrestleMania, when we were at WrestleMania, 28? Yeah. That was five years ago. He doesn't even, he has like one shirt on WWE Shop now. That was, I think it was like six bucks this weekend. They have nothing invested in it. But meanwhile, Kevin Owens died tonight. (laughs) He did not move after Sammy killed him with that suplex. (laughs) Sammy's face looked legitimately like concerned. Like, oh my God, I did not know there was a ladder there. And he used to brain bust him on a regular basis. (laughs) Yeah. So it just, even beyond my personal, and I like to thank all of our fans for immediately jumping on Twitter to make sure I was okay. (laughs) Like uh, your support means the world to me. And I really, it was very sweet moment. I'm glad that people that I've never met before and I only communicate to through 140 characters online have my back more than the love of my life does. Thank you so very much. Uh, that said, it was probably my second favorite match of the night. In terms of action, it had a lot of good spots. Uh, I like the little, I, like I said, I like Cody's polka dot ladder and polka dot tights. I love the blatant middle finger from Unicodus, the original Sankara, with the all white gear. It was, it was, a, it was a nice little, you know. Sammy had some good spots. Nothing wrong with it except the finish. That's going to be a theme. Anything else on the ladder match? Not for me. Okay. Uh, and Richard, you have to try to help me fill in a lot of like the in-between stuff. If there's any that were, because I don't have like a full order. I guess I should pull it up online just in case. Yeah. Um, but it, from that, we didn't have any in-betweens. It just pretty much went straight into Jericho versus Agent, correct? Uh, I was getting pizza right after this match. Okay. Um... Uh, let me pull it up real quick, but I'm pretty sure then we went into AJ Styles versus Chris Jericho. So you didn't see this match either, Tope, right? Yeah, I well, I was in the cab when I was happening, and then I'm like, I really want to see the finish of the Finn Balor Samoa Joe match. So that's <laughs> when I pulled out my computer. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, let me go here. Yep, went pretty much right into that. Uh, you started last time, so I'll start this one. Um. Yeah, nothing wrong with it. It was just like any other match they've had. There was nothing... It was a half step behind, it seems like, at a lot of points, which is a a general Chris Jericho match, I feel like, nowadays. Um, But I fucking called it on the last show. that they. I should have realized AJ was up 2-1, to and if if Jericho is sticking around, then it needs to be all knotted up. Let the TNA guy take the loss and let him get caught in the sloppy-ass codebreaker to win the match. Yeah. And that's what exactly what it was. It had some cool moments, but again, just for every time they've touched each other, it just hasn't been... It hasn't been over a certain level. Uh, Rich? 
I honestly didn't get a chance to see too much of this because I was getting everyone set up with pizza and everything. I mean, you know, um, I think pizza is a good way to describe a Chris Jericho match these days. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a picture I saw online of some point, sometime this weekend. He's with like a couple people and he looked so red and bloated and drunk. That I, I, I could have been a picture from any time in the past three years, but it was definitively from this weekend. And it just, God, really pained me. Uh, and AJ bless out, AJ hit Styles Clash, two count. Hit the Springboard 450, two count. Like, if he hit the fucking Spiral Tap and it's still been a two count, I, I just. He's just never going to win a match. Yeah, he's just not. If he, unless it's with that fucking forearm, which is. Not a finish, but it's a finish now. So uh, the online here says it was like 17 minutes. It did not feel like that. So that, that's, oh yeah, one three positive things about each match. I forgot. Uh, so three positive things about this match. Number one, it didn't feel like 17 minutes. Uh, AJ Styles got to work a WrestleMania match. And it was good to see AJ in not black and blue, but white and red. First match, Sammy got some good spots. Uh, I, I think I covered enough. Yeah, you just go rewind if you really want to hear good things about that match. Uh, Tope, thoughts on the result? Uh, yeah, I've well, I thought that th- this would be the kind of match where Jericho go away, but as long as their next match is like loser fucking doesn't have to wrestle the winner anymore, that's my kind of match. Loser goes on a worldwide tour where they're banned. <laughs> Stipulation of the match. Those AJ Styles on a really shitty band from Georgia that we don't know about. Um, and I'd like to congratulate Witten. Witten, you are now officially the Pod Swoggle or the Swoggle Squad member that has the losing your number one point at WrestleMania Street going at two. So enjoy that, Witten. Enjoy that. Next was uh, Stephen Amell and Bill Simmons being shown in the crown. Simmons got the biggest heat of the night from having his phone set up with a Patriots logo. Good on him. Uh, then Zack Ryder interview about uh, winning the title. And within a minute, he botched three words. And any chance I was going to give him was already out the window. Then New Day versus League of Nations. So you saw all this, Tope, right? Yes. Which brings me to, uh, well, I'll, I can wait for it. But it gives me a question for you guys. Bring it on. Uh, so obviously the greatest entrance of all time is Rusev on a tank. So I (laughs) think from now on, when we're talking about WrestleMania and Anderson specifically, we should, Meltzer has Meltzer rating. We should give a rating on the tank rating. Tank rating. Okay. So how many tanks, one out of uh, five, you give the New Day entrance? Oh, man. I I give it. I'd give it a three and three quarter star or three and three quarter tanks. I'm sorry. Uh, see, I'm, I, I have to go. I, I was not a fan of it. I'd go two, two and a half tanks. Nah. I go that high just for the, 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 the grandiosity of it. Um, but it was mismatched between the serial theme and the Dragon Ball Z theme. Um, and just seemed a little all over the place. Yeah, and again, when we were expecting unicorns and like a lot of ridiculousness, and they just went 
just the straight booty route. Look, I'm always a fan of oversized cereal. That's, you know, hashtag honey, I shrunk the kids. But, you know, I... I was expecting more, and I was expecting more of a promo. They barely fucking talked. They barely had a promo. I also never saw any of those articles or or, or stories about like what they have been talking about having. So I didn't have any expectations built up. See, all I heard I, a, all, all I had to go off of was like what you guys would say about like man, and if they do what they're talking about doing. The whole thing I heard go- throughout the entire process was number one. They really wanted to do something like unicorns, and it was like a fifty percent chance, which I don't know like like what the legitimateness of that was. And that was like leg- like New Day saying that, not like even G's. Like New Day was talking about that in interviews, and then also about how a big plan was to make New Day at WrestleMania be a bigger deal. That I saw. Yeah, uh, and if that didn't happen. <laughs> that didn't happen. Augie's here. Hey man, it's quarter to one in the morning. WrestleMania. Uh, so we're catching up. We're on. We're on the New Day League of Nations match already. Uh, okay, on. that's where I started watching. Good. Good. I didn't see anything before that, and I actually probably I, I skipped through all that match too. I saw the end of it. So cool. Uh, so so Tope, it was your first full match you saw. What'd you think? Uh, it was not great. I actually, think threw threw me off. It, it was it wasn't a handicap match. Um, that, that sucked too. Yep. Uh, but no, this this is the result. I I was okay with the result because you're trying to make a baby face, so let them kind of catch up. Honestly, the thing the thing I hate about the match is like, hey, we won this match. Let's get beat up by two retired guys and and Sean Michaels. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I was saying it was three retired guys, but he was he was ready to roll. He was ready to rock. Uh, yeah, that's always that's always been my problem is. And I feel like it's happened a lot, especially not at WrestleMania, but just like anytime like that result happens, then you have them immediately get the shit beat out of them and it doesn't matter. And they're not over to begin with. Like that was that was a very dead match in terms of heat from the crowd. And then it doesn't matter because like they're not going to have heat anyways. Thankfully, you know, you have three legends coming out to beat them up, but it's just who's going to be there tomorrow? I think that was a quote said once before by somebody. Uh, Augie? I, whatever. I mean, yeah, it had its moments and you get the part, the point of it, but it just kind of was just flat. Even when it was happening, you're like, okay, this is cool. Like, I have a bunch of people here that were watching it and we were more so, more more interested in if uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin caught every bird instead of dropping one. <laughs> It's always it's always an interesting thing. Though. He dropped only one though. That was really impressive. He normally only drops one. He's pretty good at that. Uh, Rich, I, I I gotta agree with you guys. Um, I mean the the network feed was in and out a little bit uh, a lot during this match, so <clears throat> it was a little choppy. But um, yeah, I, the I mean when it comes to expectations, I was expecting the new day to look fucking stellar during this match, and when it was just a fine flat even match that you'd see on raw or whatever like is disappointing especially because of what they've done all year and you already see their legs getting cut out from underneath them i feel like as baby faces and you know sure they they at the end they they try to dance and then 
all right, I know he's Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's not going to dance. <laughs> like, there's a certain yeah. expectation, y- you know. But, like, you know it's coming. I know it's his character. But what does that do? That doesn't do or help anything. It, it just it gives Xavier Woods something to, to say that he did at WrestleMania instead of something they can show for the next few years. He did take a hell of a stunner, though. Rusev took an amazing stunner. Rusev. (laughs) Rusev. Rusev did, like, in one fluid motion, did the Scott Hall bump, rolled on his neck, and got out of the ring (laughs) through the second and third ropes. Uh, He went from driving a tank last year at WrestleMania to doing that this year. (laughs) I mean, same, same level. Tank and the greatest stunner of all time. I mean... <laughs> I mean, it wasn't the greatest stunner of all time, but it's top, top five. I get like top seven. <laughs> Can't go five. Another uh, article you can write. Yeah, I'll go back and watch every stunner ever. <laughs> um, I mean, the same thing is uh, last year at this time, Lana was poised to be the face of women in WWE. <laughs> this year, she had her first match on the pre-show where she did two kicks. So. All right, let's. Uh, oh, I didn't say three things I liked about that match. Um, I liked seeing the boom drop again, even though they did miss a. Somebody point out that they missed the opportunity to call it the booty drop. I liked the the makeup of Francesca. You know, they they painted Francesca. That was good, and I liked that I forgot Alberto Del Rio was in it. <laughs> Moving right along. Brock Lesnar versus Dean Ambrose. Street fight. Uh, Augie, what'd you think? I kind I liked it. It has moments, it had spots. Um, Dean Ambrose is pretty fucking crazy sometimes. Um, but it was overall good. I don't think it was fantastic or out of this world, but it was it was good. Just kind of moving right along, you know. WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if, if, if that, I would say that's the catchphrase of the show. WrestleMania moved right along, but it did not move along. <laughs> it's forever. It took forever. Um, Tope. Uh, cool. Dean Ambrose, another guy who's below everyone else. He should never take his shirt off. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Look. All right, so... I know Rich has seen it, but did either one of you see Dean Ambrose at the Hall of Fame last night? Uh-uh. No. It's a miracle this man was able to walk that far to the ring. He was so <laughs> drunk and high at the red carpet last night. Yo, Dean was lit. <laughs> like, it was blatant, and Renee was interviewing him, and she looked pissed. <laughs> it was, it was the, the, the only thing everyone was talking about last night was how fucked up he was. So the fact that he even got to the ring and wrestled a 12-minute match with Brock Lesnar is is a is a positive. Uh, here's my thoughts: It was a 12-minute Brock Lesnar WrestleMania match. That was fourth, technically seventh. He gets redder and redder. Like I just feel like at some point, like steam's gonna pop out of his ears. It'd be great. It'd be like an old-school Popeye cartoon. Exactly. Uh, Rich, that match did nothing for nobody, nowhere. <laughs> not <Yeah>. on <laughs> Norway. That's simple. 
that somehow took away from Mick Foley and Terry Funk as well. Because yeah. Terry Funk's weapon couldn't even start. And Mick Foley's weapon was swung once and missed. <sighs> like, was the chainsaw not supposed to start? I, I don't know. As Angry said, <laughs> had Lesnar been sawed in half, like, it would have been a much better WrestleMania. <laughs> chain- oh, did, we, did you guys already talk about NXT, I'm assuming? No, we're saving that for the end. We'll end the show <laughs> oh, thank list. God. Yes, okay. Um, the, uh, you know, Lesnar can sometimes act a little unprofessionally and act like a child when it comes to certain things about, you know, his what he's asked to do or, you know, character-wise or whatever. But he is perfectly, <laughs> I think, justified in whatever he feels about what happened this uh, this Sunday. Yeah, I mean, for all intents and purposes, like, I don't know if you saw the interview of him, like, this past, this weekend, where he was like, I clock in, I clock out, the kind of same thing I always talk about. And, like, he's at his dates. He was like, you know, I'm at my limit, so... Which is for like for that year, which is fine. He's at his limit. It was WrestleMania. Like it's good. You're you're up. Um, yeah, but I don't know if he just really wanted to do the Wyatt match and just wasn't super into this. It's just the the first line of this was like the the match was never dull, and I'm like I feel the exact opposite. The match was very dull. It was. I think it had the potential to steal the show if they had some some creative juice behind it, and it was just a paint by numbers match from yeah. two guys that can do better. It was a serviceable hardcore match you'd see on No Mercy. Pay-per-view. Yeah. yeah. Um, Toby, did you talk about this match? I honestly don't remember. <laughs> uh, I think I said, some, I'm pretty sure I said some stuff about it. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, it's again, last thing I'll say about it is like, I hate more than anything the concept of like, he came so close, you know, because everyone loves the Buffalo Bills. They're like, man, they were so fucking good in the 90s. They always got second in a two-person match. Yep. Oh, and Dean, never take off your shirt again. (laughs) Come on, man. Tank tops only. (laughs) He didn't look that bad. Maybe because he was next to Brock Lesnar. And then tried to flex next to Brock Lesnar. Look, I think I'm just biased because at NXT, I saw flabby Scott Dawson and not cut Nakamura and Sami Zayn's shaved abs <laughs> so Ambrose I'm, I'm just desensitized to it that um, was a pretty great move though to, to, to monster flex and then roll out of the ring those yeah those... <laughs> <sighs> alright I'm gonna go out here yeah uh, I'm gonna read this verbatim off of the prowrestling.net recap in a pre-tape commercial Ric Flair tried to teach Zack Ryder how to woo but he kept saying woo 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 Dolph Ziggler showed up and did it right. Flair gave Ryder a Snickers bar and suddenly he turned into Charlotte, who wooed to Flair's liking. That man won the first match of the night, and it was the Intercontinental title ladder match. Augie, you missed missed me talking about Zack Ryder, so... uh... Oh, I'll be sure to loop that when I get back in the car and listen to it on podcast. Just say, like, fuck 600 times, and it's about the same. Yeah. Then they did the Hall of Fame. Uh, I didn't even watch that match because of that, thank God, but I would have been pissed. It, it, was, it, was, it was a good ladder match. It was a, it was a fine ladder match, you know. Okay. You know. 
Um, Hall of Fame. Normally, I do my Hall of Fame recap that for the second time. Uh, Michael Hayes did karaoke in front of twenty thousand people. That's my recap of the Hall of Fame. <laughs> women's match, women's title. Did you get the? Oh yeah, you saw the, the new women's title, Augie. Yeah. All right. Oh, do you not like it? No, 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 no. I do like it. I'm just. I'm glad that I made. I, this is the first time I've smiled in an hour. Okay, so. it's really yeah. <laughs> I I thought it was cool as fuck. I'm like, there you go. That looks like a belt, not some fucking Barbie toy accessory. Yeah. Even well, when I've been like laughing, it already was a belt. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they it colors, whatever. Fine. But I like the symbolism behind it that it's the exact same belt, just a different color because it should be exactly the same as the guys. Yeah, exactly. Um, I said it on Twitter. The entrances were already the best part of WrestleMania before the match even started. Uh, uh, Becky unfortunately didn't get anything special but Sasha coming out with Snoop and the Eddie gear and then Charlotte's robe and pyro and everything was dope um, and immediately made you realize oh wow they're actually treating this like a main event good yeah. Uh, and then the match was a main event match mm-hmm. was it was the best match of the show right yes yeah, yeah, yeah. Beginning to end, the best match of the show. Yeah. Yes. God damn it! What is going on <laughs> from the get-go? Yeah, I'm happy they they came out hot, fish out of water. You know, couple couple botches. That's fine. It's to be expected. Every match has a couple botches, but it's all of their uh, first WrestleMania. They can have a botch or two. Yeah, I think they're they're allowed. Yeah, Chrissy Hemi had a one-on-one match at WrestleMania. I think they're going to get a little bit of leeway, all right? <laughs> um, yeah, they got plenty of time. I think they got about 15, 16 minutes. Uh, yeah, I I think they fucking killed it. Also, the pyro that the match got at the end was also indicative of it being treated the same as any other main event match. Yeah, it was. It was like a, one... Like, they should have ended the show with that. <laughs> they, they would never do that. But you know, would have been would have been a nice moment. Um, Tope. Um, first thing I noted was the entrances of the match were longer than most Diva matches at WrestleMania, so yep. that was nice to see. Yep. Uh, like the new belt, and I think I might be the only person in the world who liked how the match ended. <sighs> So match endings again. I I was fine with it. I wasn't as angry as other people were, or disappointed, or let down by it. But I I would almost rather she won without Flair holding Sasha. Like I would have been fine if she just had dumped Sasha, you know, and then just gotten the win outright. I, I don't I I I don't like that Rick was involved. But besides that, I'm fine with Charlotte winning because it builds up to the moment of either one of them taking off or even more. Um, plus, you know, Flair was going to be involved. Like I said, it's a miracle he wasn't coming up gushing blood when he took the dive. Uh, Augie. Um, I don't know. I thought the fucking, I thought the match was awesome. That Yeah, again, you said botches and stuff like that, but they're just some crazy ass shit. Um, <clears throat> I feel like I'm like, almost like reporting live. Like, I'm telling you guys how these people here feel it or how they liked it. Because all the, everybody Please here. Do. That, Everybody here, again, is a casual fan. Nobody watches at all. Like, hardly at all. And from up until this moment, everyone was kind of up and eating and not even giving three shits on what the t- what was on the TV until the match started. 
Um, even during the entrances, you know, they didn't care, but they were like, oh, cool, women's, they've got big matches, uh, big entrances. But they actually, like, got into the match, and when it ended, they were like, holy shit, that was actually really good. And I was like, yeah, they're fucking awesome. It's the way they carry themselves differently, and they wrestle differently. And if given the chance, they are going to knock it out of the park. And they did. Uh, Largely on the evening, I naturally didn't have good things to say about the commentary. But I will say that Michael Cole did a fantastic job with this match in particular. To to really try to put it over, he was calling moves. Shocking, I know. Uh, I thought it was Ronello out there for a second. Um, he did a really good job with this match. We'll get back to him later. But <laughs> he did a really good job with this match in particular with calling it and making it seem like a big deal. As, as it did overall. Um, anything else? I would agree on that. That we didn't cover with this? I mean, I, I, like, I almost want to just rewatch the match and then break it down bit by bit so we don't have to continue talking about the show. <laughs> but if we have to move on, we have to move on. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be part of the recap, so I will stop and talk about it here real quick. Uh, hey, Camp WWE is finally going to debut next month after they announced it at last year's WrestleMania. <laughs> Also, I re-listened to um, our recap show, uh, our both recap shows last year. Tope, man, I don't think we're going to get the Diva search like they promised. Dude, it's that slow burn, baby. It's that slow, slow Damien Sendow <laughs> backrider burn. Like, they announced the Diva search last year. At, uh, you know, worst possible time to bring that back. Uh, <laughs> but like, we haven't heard any news about it. I'm, I'm starting to think we're not going to get it, Tope. I, I, I think it's going to come eventually. That's one Taylor Hendricks in it. <laughs> come on, man. Why are you getting Richard Boner at 1 o'clock in the morning? That's not right. I know. I'm sorry, Rich. Come on. <laughs> consider it. It's only 12 for him, though, so that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, uh, what they could be looking to do is if they're not going with... Uh, the diva search. Maybe they'll just have Sasha Banks call Charlotte a cum guzzling gutter slut at some point, just to get that. Like, that's really all we need. Just put just put all the like the good divas in it and just pl- put them all like in wigs. <laughs> Is that Billy Kay? No, I'm Amanda. It's Kay. Yeah, Amanda Kay. Then she eats a pie on Kamala's tits, and <laughs> then we've pretty much summed up the best of the diva search. Uh, next, Hell in a Cell, Shane McMahon, and The Undertaker. First off, again, congrats, Shane McMahon. Yes, we get it. You had sons. <laughs> uh, what would, you, uh, <laughs> what would your uh, tank rating on that entrance be with the sons coming out? <laughs> uh, a half star per kid, or half tank per kid. Uh, money wasn't real, so two, 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 two tanks. Yeah, at least make them. At least make them singles, you know, like dollar bills. Yeah. Probably cost them two dollars per one that they printed. It would have saved them money. Yeah, you guys, you just made you know, that was like an eighteen million dollar gate. You cheapskates couldn't have dropped thirty grand in cash. <laughs> uh, anybody else tank rating? A doggy were rating entrances based on tanks. Like Meltzer instead of stars. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah it was fine. Yeah, yeah, one and a half. 
<laughs> I have to. It's all right. The money thing was cool until you found out it was fake, and you're like, ah, oh, fuck it. And then it was awkward. Like he was like, it looked as though he was just giving his children to random people. <laughs> and, and then you saw Linda. It's like, okay, Linda's there. And then like four seats in, I saw Michelle McCool, and I'm like, the entire front row was just hanging out, and while these two guys were murdering each other. <laughs> no, he was handing his kids off to their new father after he fucking died. <laughs> after he, yeah, after he was killed. Uh, Taker's entrance, tank rating, you know. Kind of a tame taker entrance. I'd give it a three and a half tank ratings because you know the scope of it. Uh, two and three quarters. Yeah, yeah. I've seen better. Yeah. Uh, and then the match started. Uh, honestly, man, the match was exactly what you said it was gonna be. It was gonna be four crazy big spots, and that's it. Yeah, it was. <sighs> when Shane was Shane back in the day a lot of the internet wrestling community and a lot of people particularly after the WCW stuff so when he came back for Kane he came back for Orton a lot of that period there was uh, a lot of resentment online I feel like there would also be the resentment backstage too that Shane McMahon was treated better than 98% of wrestlers ever (laughs) because I'm sure that there are guys that would volunteer to do what Shane did and they would be told no. And then because Shane McMahon does it, he's lauded as like this amazing, crazy, insane, awesome guy. And then again, we're not going to see him for a very long time now. And it's just, it's cutting off. It's not cutting off your foot to spite your face. It's cutting off the entire lower half of your body. Because it like it doesn't make anybody it doesn't help anybody except it gives you a moment to replay again. And Taker worked his ass off trying to make it seem like Shane McMahon could legitimately last thirty minutes with the Undertaker. So there, I mean, he really kicked his balls with the trash can though. <laughs> that looked like that sucked. <laughs> Look, at the end of the day, it was a 30-minute match to get, I think, I, I, I mean, on top of my head, the greatest spot of WrestleMania history is probably a high spot. It's Edge, Baron, Jeff Hardy. I think this surpasses it, and it's a 30-minute match for uh, the highlight you can show for five seconds forever. Not, nothing great. Actually, I was pretty bored by the match until you got the fucking Clippers out. I'm like, okay, now they're going to start fucking trying to kill each other. This is fun. And I'm, I'm a terrible human. And that, and that was, I, I, that was what I had was I was waiting for my butthole to pucker because with Shane being in that role and being in that match, you know it's happening. So there's no drama until that gate collapses. There's nothing you can do to entice the crowd or get the people invested in it, into it until you know that Shane McMahon is going to try to kill himself. And that's not a fun way to watch a match. I, I would watch a CZW match where people are actually trying to kill themselves and know that it can happen at any possible moment. Uh, Rich. Yeah, no, I mean, it was what I said at the top. I mean, you, you basically nailed it <laughs> last week. What the match was going to be. It just was also a half an hour. Uh, Augie. Um, I pretty much agree with Tope, where I had just the 
you know, the the major spots, but yeah, that was pretty much bored by the first part of the match until they brought out the Clippers, and when the gate fell, when he got spewed into the gate, I legitimately thought he hit his head for a second on the table, but he didn't, so he sold it pretty well. Yep. <clears throat> um, the toolbox thing, I mean, even though half of those tools that were in the toolbox were plastic and light. <laughs> Good job trying to sell us that those fucking little... Uh, potato chip bag clippers are heavy. I'll give I'll give them points for creativity. Hmm, what's a weapon we haven't used in a while? I don't know what type of tools. I'm at the whole box. All right, <laughs> the whole thing. Incredible, a whole fucking box of tools. But um, and apparent I, and apparently I, I don't. I tried to like notice on the replay after I saw people online. Apparently the table is rigged up to like an airbag or something. Yes, we yeah. saw. I rewound it for that because everybody here at this house was like, again, everybody was walking around getting their food. And actually, at that point, I had the neighbors come over just for random shits and giggles. And everyone stopped when Shane was on top. Like, everybody was like, no fucking way. This is crazy. Um, and when it happened, like, he hits the table and you kind of see, like, a big airbag kind of, like, squirt out a little bit. And they're just like, hey, that was bad. And we, we rewound it. And you even see it in, uh, in the instant replay, too. But whatever, man. Fuck it. Let him have a goddamn airbag. Fuck. Well, yeah, I mean... <laughs> Obviously, Foley's like, oh, shit, I could have had an airbag. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have four more teeth. Foley, I would have had a tooth not up my nose and out of my mouth. And I know I could have rigged an airbag up to one of these fucking things. But, uh, but yeah, I completely agree with Toby where that's, look, they, they built that shit up. That's your wrestle. That's a WrestleMania moment. That's going to be shown forever. It just, and it, and it did get everybody like, including myself, I didn't give three shits about Shane McMahon coming into this match. And then you find yourself ha- like, after you did that shit, you're just like, fuck it. Give him the win. Like, let him win. And then, you know, it doesn't happen. For like a half second when they got back in the ring and they were doing like the come on thing and take her like pat him on the on the cheek. I was like, oh, no, he's going to fucking lay down. Son of a bitch. We joked about it. and It's going to happen. And then, it, <laughs> then he just tombstone him. <laughs> and then I thought when Taker was leaving and they were rolling the cart out, Taker like stopped and gave him a look. And I thought he was going to like go back and like walk Shane to the back. And, like, have it be, like, how Taker got wheeled out at 27. Like, not have Shane go out that way. But instead he just smirked and went away like an asshole. (laughs) So I was like, all right. Um, And they didn't bring out the bag of tricks for this either, which I can appreciate. Like, everyone was expecting this to be run-ins from fucking... From everyone. Everybody to the Mean Street Posse. Apparently there was a big Goldberg rumor this weekend. That, like, Goldberg was going to show up. And I was like, what the fuck? Um, but no, it was it was at least on that realm it was straightforward. Um, Second best match or no? Uh, no, I would still put the ladder match above it, even despite the ending. Just because it's just like, again, I I didn't buy into a lot of it, unfortunately. And that's what was odd said because a lot of people were had Shane, we're thinking that Shane had a chance, you know, with this big upheaval, and that's why a lot of people were pissed. It's like, well, now everything is just exactly the way it was. Yeah. But you got your WrestleMania moment, your PR, your commercial that will show this. This shit happened before, order next year. Yeah. Um, then we had our usual Divas moment, the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I don't know if I'm first to give comments. I can't give shit comments on this because right after I found out who was in, I saw the Shaq spot. Once they, I'm sorry, for the spoilers, but once they eliminate the two of them, I fast forwarded all the way to the end. Just go, okay, who the fuck won? I didn't give three shits, and nobody did. Nobody here did either. So we were able to fast forward through all this and catch up a little bit more on the on the end of the night. All right, let's spend some time with this match. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's spend some time with this. Uh, number one, I really hope that like. 
I don't know, like a year from now, when they're in the exact same spot they're in. Like, somebody like Bo Dallas like, hey, I was the semi-main event of WrestleMania. Oh, actually, no, they were, because there was another pigeonhole match in between yep. this. Never mind. Yep. <laughs> I can't even say that. <laughs> Motherfucker. Hi. Uh, so, like, the usual suspects come out. Mark Henry got an entrance. I'm like, all right, cool. All right. I, I was worried they were going to take him out of this. He's going to win. And then DDP. I was like, all right. All right. DDP. Good for him. Big show. Toby, you said you knew Shaq was going to be in this? Okay, it was the weirdest thing that ever <laughs> happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would be. Go on. So I'm watching the match with RJ, who can 100% attest that I said this. So Big Show comes out, and I'm just like, hey, man, just wait till Shaq comes out. Like, something along that, those lines. Like, I've heard what I said, but I mentioned Shaq. You're full I'm of like, shit. How much are you paying RJ to f- f- support this story? I am... I am not, and he comes out, and I'm like, I had no idea. I, but I fucking, like, literally 30 seconds before Shaq came out, I'm like, fucking Shaq. And there he was, and I'm like, Shaq is going to destroy all the credibility of everything, even though he's the most (laughs) legitimate celebrity ever. Yes. The first celebrity not to win at WrestleMania ever. I mean, he was, like, what, the third person eliminated, but. He did eliminate Damian Sandow, who was the runner-up in this like, last year. <laughs> oh, by the way, the bump he took when he fell out of the, when he came out of the ring. I don't know if you guys saw that. When Damian Sandow got eliminated, he slammed into the ground. He was trying to kill himself. <laughs> that, was, that, was a, that was a suicide attempt. Here, here, here's my thing with it. <laughs> and this is this is maybe a big downside to the net like the WWE network moving forward. If there wasn't a WWE network anymore, like if it was just straight pay-per-views, tell me they wouldn't have not promoted that Shaq was going to be there. It's a cool surprise, but why not promote the shit out of that and sure. like get more people watching it because Shaquille yeah. O'Neal is going to be wrestling. Unless but it now because, just happened today. But, but, and yeah. you don't wanna, but you don't want to advertise that too because if you advertise that Shaquille O'Neal is going to be wrestling, he needs to last more than two and a half minutes. Okay, then then you do that. That's fine. It was like a six minute battle royal. It wouldn't have it wouldn't have like really hurt anything. But like that's a big deal. That it's, you know it's going to be on all the networks anyway. It just it's I don't know. I guess I'm from the old school way. But it's WrestleMania. It should feel really important that Shaquille O'Neal and The Rock had matches, no matter in what realm of possibility they are. Because if if you advertise The Rock's going to wrestle and then it's six seconds, you're going to be let down. I get that. But I don't. If also, if you think about, and I'm, maybe I'm thinking way too far into it, but also retro buys because as soon as that shit happened, I don't know if you guys have ESPN alert on your phone, but ESPN sent a massive alert to everybody, just yeah, saying, "Hey, Shaquille O'Neal, oh, yeah, Shaquille O'Neal appeared in WWE and WrestleMania." People might be like, "Oh shit, let me look that shit up now." Yeah, oh, so, now let me get the network, see what that is about. Yeah, so I'm instead, thinking way too much so into what this. they want is for people to sign up to get a free month of the network, so they're all gonna for free see Shaquille O'Neal do that if they don't just watch it on. ESPN tonight instead of like, oh man, I'm going to pay 60 bucks to wa- eventually watch Shaq. I don't know. I, I-, I might be wrong in-, in thinking it. It just kind of like was like, really, Shaq? And then Tatanka was there. I didn't see Tatanka. I probably wouldn't have recognized him in Augie Fairness anyway, though. Augie, he was the Native American in the middle of the ring. Roman Reigns? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you racist asshole. <laughs> uh... As, again, I fast forwarded to the 
end. I should I should have fast forwarded past the end. But oh, yeah, so. how'd you like the end, doggy? Yeah, fuck that. Somebody told me like somebody I was here like the whole like when he first came in, I was like, fuck Baron Corbin. Somebody else knew who he was. And then at the very end they're like, Corbin's gonna win this. And I was like, No, he's still in there? Because we had fast forwarded to like the final two or three and he popped up, eliminated the last guy, and I was like, You're fucking kidding me. Fuck this guy. Now he's gonna uh well I was actually, totally you know fine with the ending of this match. <laughs> Thinking about it now, I would be fine with it now just because it gets him off fucking NXT TV. So now I can just stick to NXT and continue to not watch WWE. Ah, Ascension Theory. (laughs) (laughs) Theory. Yes. One of the Ascension were eliminated by Diamond Dallas Page tonight. (laughs) Just one of them. (laughs) Not even both. Um, Oh, you're fine with it, Mullet. Because look at who was in that match, number one. Like. If Kane wins it, who gives a shit? It's like, you know, Big Show getting it. If Mark Henry, again, I said it six years ago. Why did Mark Henry not win that is, is a, the big point. What goes around comes back around. If, but if you're not going to do that as like a, like a farewell to Henry, at least give somebody, the only person that could use the rub out of anybody, give it to him and let, give him a chance. He's improved. He had cut a good promo this past week. He had a decent match with Aries. It's, I'd rather I would have seen Braun Strowman. I wouldn't have because Baron Corbin looks like he can walk without stumbling over. I don't may I Tope, am I alone? No, I think I should well we were talking about NXT quickly at the end, but it's like I think he's as he's as close as anyone who's not a hundred percent ready for the main roster, but yeah. Do something with it. It's an award that you've shit on the last two years. Give someone a rub. It, I I was more than he's the only legitimate person in that match. I wanted to win. Yeah, and it's a great thing for NXT to say that an NXT guy won the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. If they actually use that and say it, it's good for NXT. And it wasn't going to be Finn or anybody else. It's going to be a guy that Vince would like. So sure. Rich. Yeah, I actually am not uh, upset with with Baron winning that again for all the reasons laid out there. Um, uh, actually, I agree with like everything, like from from <laughs> getting Baron Corbin off of my NXT <laughs> to <laughs> them actually like using this as a platform to 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 you know lift somebody up on. Um, yeah, it, it it's weird that I, I was in such agreement with what all of that that happened. It was my favorite result of the evening. Look at uh, the card. Wait till the next match. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, fuck that. Strap the rocket to Rowan, all right? <laughs> Only because it'll blow up at the end. Um yeah, it was it was the it was the only forward thinking booking that I can agree with. <laughs> like there were, there's other forward thinking in this in in the booking, the main event. But you know, also I it was around the bell ringing of this match where I was like, oh, I know where the Wyatt family are going, <laughs> which leads us to our next moment. Uh, well, uh, other moment, the moment before them officially announcing the WrestleMania is going to be in Orlando on WWE television, which was nice. Um, shame I don't want to go anymore. Um, no, I'm kidding. 
I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders came out in Dallas to a mixed reaction for some reason. <laughs> uh, it was around that point where Sam was like getting ready to go to bed, and she was just like, "Are you all right?" And I'm like, "Let's go to bed." <laughs> and then The Rock came out. Augie, go ahead. I loved it. It was fun. But here's the cheerleaders. <laughs> No, no, I asked Augie, not the eight-year-old in the room. I, it was fun. <laughs> it was fun. Here's what happened. The cheerleaders coming out was very kind of cliche, kind of blah, kind of ugh. Um, and people here kind of wanted to fast forward. And I was like, mm, I have a feeling it's for a reason. And he came out, and I was like, that's why. And then he comes out with this, like, spaceship gun thing that I was like, what the fuck is this thing? I had the text all loaded up. I go, I swear to God, The Rock came out just to shoot t-shirts into the crowd. I'm done. <laughs> that's what, I did think it was that, too. And I was like, okay, so he came out here so he can shoot two people a fucking $2 t-shirt. Funny that everything costs $2, including the Shane McMahon money. But anyway, um, and then Fire came out. And then the first year, it's like, all right, this is kind of tacky. But then you look at it, and you're like, dude, this guy's massive. He's holding a flamethrower. Okay, this is kind of fucking cool. And the shots they got of him, I thought were really cool. And then he lit his name up in fire. I thought that was fucking awesome. And then he did the rock thing and had to talk about it, what he just did. And I was like, no, don't do not do that. Just just do it. And then just come out and do your thing. Like, don't come back and be like, that was, you know, the flamethrower, my name. And I was like, no, don't, don't, don't. I I bet the Miz was like, oh, look, I couldn't have I couldn't have lit my awesome marshmallows up, and he gets to light his name on fire. What the hell, man? I I was a big mark for the for the Rock, clearly. But uh, yeah, I liked it. And then the whole thing back and forth with Bray Wyatt. I didn't think I didn't I didn't know Bray Wyatt was going to go in that spot. I thought they honestly just forgot about him, even though he rung the bell. The you know the, you know, the uh, stock exchange. stock exchange thing. Thank you. I was at that point hoping they had forgot about him because when he, they weren't in the Battle Royal, I'm just like, all right, well, like this can only mean one of two things that are mathematically left. And I hope, I hope he's not in the one, especially if not both. Or clearly they were just like, look, man, just take the night off. It's probably better for your career than you did. <laughs> yeah, but my bonus, man. Yeah, we'll get you. We'll get you next time. We'll get we got you, bonuses, man. Yes. It's like when your buddy doesn't have cash at Denny's. It's like, we'll get you next time. Don't worry about it. It's like, no, this is WrestleMania. <laughs> Tope, your thoughts on The Rock's entrance? I, he probably tore both his ACLs. Moving on. <laughs> he was uh, he was definitely looking a little leaner uh, these days. What? He was. Well, him he gets H- up at 4 a.m. every morning, and he goes for a cardio run, and then <laughs> comes to oh. his schedule. Well, yeah, and then him and Zach Efron have a decathlon with different tools and instruments on who can lose more weight. <laughs> when they're fucking making Baywatch, uh, I, I I thought he was also just going to come out to announce the attendance record. And I was like, sadly, going to be fine with it. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, that's fine. You know, I get it. By the way, uh, apparently they overshot it by like twenty four thousand. Oh, re- absolutely. <laughs> the real the real number is going to be around eighty five thousand because it's WWE. Uh, Are you serious? They do it every like the record wasn't ninety three thousand at the Silver Dome. Silver Dome, that was that was <laughs> or, or the very large Silver Dome. I shit on Hogan <laughs> earlier for not being able to say. God damn it, man! <laughs> <laughs> Look, all right, let's just stop all this. Let me just film me have a sex tape instead, huh? <laughs> That's ooh, in in Camp WWE. That'd be great if it was called the Silver Dorm. So <laughs> where, where they all stayed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it would. Um, 
Uh, but no, like the 93,000 at WrestleMania 3 wasn't a legit number. It was like 70. They always bump it up to make it seem more impressive. It's still like a legit WWE record, like if it's 85,000, but they wanted to announce more than 100,000, so they did. Um, they probably counted everybody that's backstage, is what they do. Um, and the lights came out. Uh, not to pat myself on the back, but I was a deliverance shy of hitting every single joke The Rock was going to throw at the Wyatt family. From incest to Duck Dynasty to just rednecks fucking. Um, he hit them all. And then he had a match. <laughs> the, Rock, the Rock worked a fucking match with Eric Rowan at WrestleMania. Yep. <laughs> that is and, a- did, and did what Sheamus and Daniel Bryan couldn't do correctly. <laughs> that is that is that is amazing that Eric Rowan <laughs> wrestled The Rock at WrestleMania. <laughs> It's <laughs> the payday. Like I've just—it's really hitting me. I'm about to have a massive fucking st- freak out. St- st- stay, stay with us, man. Stay with I'm us. Re- I'm Come reading back. The Rock versus Eric Rowan in bold. Like it's the match. Come back. <laughs> oh. oh God, damn it! Chavo Guerrero and Kane was longer than this. <laughs> oh my God! And then John Cena came out. <laughs> I almost forgot about that. Yeah, then Cena came out. Yeah, and uh, and uh, they beat him again. <laughs> <laughs> they beat him again. Took Braun Strowman off his feet like it was nothing. They took Braun Strowman off his feet easier than Braun Strowman could legitimately bring himself off of his feet. After after the rock bottom, Braun Strowman was like, "Oh, thanks, man." Yeah, appreciate that. God, it's been so hard keeping me. I just imagine he's like the nicest, like fucking, like like he's like Brer Rabbit. He's just all right. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. <laughs> um, and yeah. Then uh, people's elbow, rock finger, fuck Betty Skullin. It was a great evening. Ah, <laughs> uh, did I miss anything there? No, pretty much nailed it. But he even took the time to like put Bray over on the mic, and like the crowd got behind it. And I was like, "Oh, this be this would be interesting." I don't know why. For a second, I was like, "Oh, maybe this is the start of the Bray Wyatt face turn." And then he mentioned that he eats hot pockets, and I was like, "Oh, yeah." Andrew, oh. Before before it happened, Andrew uh, asked me, "Like, do you think do you think Rock would ever put over Bray Wyatt?" Uh, and I was just like, "In any way, shape, or form, no." So they like came out, they started doing that, they started putting him over. And then as soon as he made the hot pocket comment, I'm just like, and there you go. Yep. And then the main event. Oh, my God. Triple H's entrance. And that's all we have to talk about, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I was saying, let's get how many tanks you guys got, and then we can. uh... I got got him at four tanks. Wow. I got a three and a half. Stephanie's speech was a little long. Oh, she, oh, she went off script by far. So that wasn't a script. What are you no, talking about? Script. Yeah, I was going to say, what are you talking about? <laughs> That's her bedroom speak. <laughs> <laughs> That's foreplay. Yeah. That's foreplay. That's just Triple H taking his pants off. That's Wait till you see her what he does when he takes the boxers off. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then three and a half minutes of boring missionary style sex. <laughs> <laughs> and then girls. <laughs> yeah. And then Polly. I'm going over. I'm going over. Going over. Oh, I went all over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'm going to go watch the new Tanahashi match before I steal him. <laughs> All right, I'm going to call Dad. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, uh, everyone that wasn't working NXT this weekend was lined up on ringside <laughs> in those weird masks for Triple H's entrance. Uh, then Roman Reigns punched the fucking thing and things exploded. Right. Blah, 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 blah. And then the match happened. The star took forever to explode. <sighs> hmm. This is all unfortunate. To make a star, yeah, I'm done. That's all I have. <laughs> That's literally my analysis. <laughs> oh, let me shit myself. <laughs> that was close. Uh, Zenga yeah. and I were trying to compare it and contrast it to, um, like, what's a worse position to be in? Like, what they were in, where either Triple H wins or Roman wins, and it just ends in a shower of booze. It's not that the the show is spectacular throughout the night, but you know, as far as a wet fart main event, most recently. Uh, brought up uh, WrestleMania 25, and and Triple H and Orton just like facing indifference throughout the entire the entirety, and then the end, no matter what. Right. And again, the match started with fucking like chain wrestling. I was like, you get you guys have been hitting each other with every fucking thing known to man for weeks. Why are you locking up? Sorry, sorry, I digress. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was just like, what's what's a worse position to be in? Like, knowing, like, all right, well, the, the Wyatt family, won. that's a worse position to be in. No. But, like, for management, just like, well, we fucking did this to ourselves, and we're going to have him win, and he's going to be just incredibly booed. Or it's like, well, whatever. No one will care either way. I don't know if I have an answer. It's 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 the biggest corner they've been backed into by their their steadfast opinion that this is the yeah they're they're stubborn and that this, this is going to be the answer. And then next year at this point, I, I'm going to make the bold prediction right now. I would be stunned. I would be slack jawed if Roman Reigns is in the WWE Championship match at next year's WrestleMania. I wouldn't be. <laughs> is that? I would be because it's going to be the same thing as fucking Warrior. It's the same thing as fucking Luger. It's the same thing. It's like that, except we're in the internet age. I, I it's going to be like those. It's not going to be like Cena because he's not Cena. Oh, oh! I legitimately had something in my throat happen. <laughs> I almost threw up. Um, Jesus. I'm also, scared. just wanted to note, Roman Reigns starting to do some weird tongue things in the ring. I'm not a fan ladies. of that. It's for the ladies. There was I, a moment. I don't think the ladies were a fan of that. <laughs> there was a uh, there was like that long period where like he was working the arm, and I tweeted, "I was like, man, the crowd is amped. Uh, like it was just like dead silent. I felt like uh, what's the line in Wedding Crashers where like Vince Vaughn's going on the this weird ring? He goes, anyway, let's go kill some birds. I'm psyched." <laughs> Let's go I was, shoot some quail. Yeah, I was like, I'm, I'm psyched. Let's do this. I was like, that's what I was thinking of <laughs> that moment. Was just like, it's the main event of WrestleMania. Granted, those people have been there for six hours. 
but they're fucking done. What was the status of, like, I, I knew they, they t- were telling cable companies they were going to run over, but they were telling like, 15, 20 minutes. They ran to 10 to midnight. Yeah. Like, did uh, it get cut off at all? Also, though, like, not, though. Like, you can't blame it on how long they were there because they were, you know, what, still six hours in when they were still super excited for The Rock and, like, getting up for that. So I don't think you can use the 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 time thing as a, a complete kind of like catch all. I it doesn't help. No, like you know, twelve minutes earlier they were still just as excited as they were at the beginning of the show. Well, usually they have the divas match to bump, right? They weren't going to do that this year. Clearly, thank God. What the fuck were they have bumped? Like, legitimately, what would have been their option to bump? The Battle there Royal. No there was a moment I thought they but, were going to bump the Battle Royal. But, I mean, but you know you have Shaq. Yeah, yeah, he couldn't have. Yeah, there's nothing you can bump. So they were just like, fuck it. It's our network. Plus a lot of pay-per-views. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just at a point. Tope, do you have anything else? Uh, the biggest pop, the Roman Reigns. Was sparing a woman. <laughs> so, yep. there, there, there's a 2016. That this is Trump's America, everyone. That, that, that astonished everyone in the room. The fact that, oh my God, they're reacting to him because he just hit someone's wife. Yeah, he 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 hit a mother hard, right in the area. Which, if she's pregnant, the child is dead. Roman Reigns could have potentially committed an abortion in the main event of WrestleMania beyond his wrestling ability. Triple H probably knew his other girl already, and that's why he's like, fucking please. <laughs> yeah. Hey, 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 Roman. Give her a stiff one, all right? She's going to parade those little twits out. I can't let him rub this in my face at Thanksgiving this year. I can't do it. <laughs> Sorry, Rich, what were you going to say? God, I feel like we're talking about TNA. Move on. Well, we're at the end of the show. Uh, <laughs> we're right, Not the real show. We're at the end. We're, yeah, we're at the end of WrestleMania. Anything else WrestleMania wise? That oh, I forgot. I, I wanted. I was going to mention. I, I'll make this very brief. Uh, every positive thing I said about Michael Cole during the Divas, uh, the women's title match, uh, I take that back for him and JBL on the Hell in a Cell match and like trying to make it a moment. Like, just shut up. It. It. it just let it sit. It would have been fine. Yeah. And they just went in the fucking overkill with it, and I, it, I think it hurt the moment. Um, but, surprise, surprise. Uh, alrighty. I think that's it. For Excuse me. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Alright. Get hype. Let's try to get hype for the last like 20 minutes. NXT TakeOver Dallas. Yeah. Now we're on the main event. Was the main show of the weekend. Tope, you're the person that just saw it the most, uh, the freshest. Thoughts? (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful, Rich. Thoughts? (laughs) Augie, thoughts? Uh, No, no, not about food in general, Augie. NXT in general. <laughs> oh, it was really good. 
Good. Uh, and I'll just add a little, uh, for good measure. Uh, yeah. When the worst part of the show is the kind of short Austin Aries match that's like 12 minutes, it's a, probably a pretty good show. Yeah. Uh, Gen- generally speaking, hey, how about this one? Every match ended with nothing happening but the winner winning. Yep. And, and the winner. Throughout any of those matches. Nope. And the winner, uh, even if the winner was the opposite person, everyone would probably be okay with all those people winning because the matches were really good and they were booked really well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's night night and day, man. Night and day. American Alpha killed it. I, I'm a part of a lot of moments on this podcast. Me taking them as early as I did in this year's draft, this past year's draft, will be one of my proudest moments ever because we're going to be fucking fighting over them in August when it's draft time. Yeah. Um. Beyond the one botch, you know, rival that did their part. It was great. Aries and Corbin was definitely the worst part of the show, right? Yes. But that's not like saying anything bad, though. Yeah. Like, no, no, it's not anything bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's the worst part of fucking Scarlett Johansson? <laughs> the part where, you're, where you've come and you're done, basically. I was going to say the teeth. <laughs> 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 oh, so he has an hour and 40 minutes to find the comedy of this podcast, and it's about Scarlett Johansson's fucking teeth. <laughs> God, I'm Googling that. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm just curious now. I've never given it that much thought. I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't taken that much time to look. I just did Scarlett Johansson like she, like she was half Gorilla Monsoon. Oh, wow. This is, this is a real thing happening. Yep. Uh, oh, there's a lot of her teeth. Huh. That fine. Some people are into that. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're fine. They could be better. <laughs> But they're fine. They can be better. They need some time, and you know, once they move up to the big show, they'll be ready to go. There's a reason why they call it developmental. <laughs> are, are we saying that braces are the developmental of teeth? <laughs> yeah, but NXT is Invisalign for real, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, Very true. Uh, uh, and but yeah, the nice that Corbin Aries match was fine. It was it did exactly what it needed to do. Yeah, it, had a. Uh, uh, as well, just more TNA champions popping up throughout the night. Bobby Roo. Bobby Roo uh, getting a bigger reaction than he has in years because he's not wrestling from the same people. Yeah, Kota, he looked really confused by it. He's like, what's happening? <laughs> what? What? He's like looking around like, who's behind me? Oh, it's from me? Oh, word. All right, cool. Hey, guys. Uh, Kota Ibushi as well. Uh, yeah. He's he's like one of the five best wrestlers on the planet. Uh Oh my god, the Global Cruiserweight series. It's going to be absolutely just bury the body in the backyard insane. I don't even know what that means. I just made that up. I sure didn't understand what you meant. So yeah, I I feel you. Uh, Oh, I want to congratulate you, Rich, uh, with Johnny Gargano's uh, new NXT deal. Congratulations. 
Is that like an official thing or like what's the deal with that? So he got Joe's original deal. Him and Tommaso are on Joe's deal before they made Joe exclusive. They WWE and NXT have priority over anything else, but okay. he, they can still work PWG and um, like anybody that's not ROH, TNA, New Japan, anybody that has television anyway. So WWE has them locked up, but they can still go work other indies. Well, they earned it, and absolutely. Took I them thought long. something might be up because I saw that they actually won uh, a tag match against Vaude Villains against the Vaude Villains. I was like, whoa, and, whoa, 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 yeah. And dog. Gargano, Gargano, and Galloway dropped the Evolve tag titles already to um, Gulak and Tracy Williams at mm. the Evolve shows this weekend. So yeah, um, they should give those guys seats. Every time they parade in those those wrestlers, Bobby Roode and Razor Moan, it's like everyone else has seats behind them and they're standing up and clapping. These guys are just in the aisle. It's like, all right, come on, just pretend like they're sitting there watching the, <laughs> watching the show. Nope, nope. It's really fun to be at the NXT shows when like they're yeah. cycling, cycling through <laughs> sitting there. And it's like, because like when Zangri and I went to one and it was like Larry Zabisco, you can see him a mile away because he's the only fucking 70-year-old fucking guy with a fake tan and a Hawaiian shirt and sunglasses indoors. <laughs> so you know he's coming out to do something. <laughs> so he takes, he distracts you every fucking twenty minutes. They're switching people out. Um, all right, we're, we're we're just we're really just cr- like cradling the balls here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're stalling. Yeah, we're we're stalling to talk about the highlight of uh, the year in wrestling because um, nothing's. It's gonna be really, really, really hard to top Sami Zayn and Nakamura. I asked you night of if you thought it was an early front runner for match of the year candidate, and it is. It's I, I can't think. I, the joke I had was the only other match that I liked this much this year was Brock Lesnar versus Rusev and during March of Madness. Um, and there there hasn't been anything yet beyond you know I, I told you I'd I'd recently watched Nakamura and AJ and Tanahashi and Okada at Wrestle Kingdom they were both really they're, they're both great but nothing's going to equal that energy and the special nature of Nakamura's first WWE match and the pomp and the circumstance and just how they beat the fuck out of each other yeah it's just it's nothing's gonna nothing's is come close to that for me so far uh you guys might hate me for this. I loved it. Um, I showed it to my brother and sister and my and her boyfriend as well. And we all like watch it. I watched it twice already. There, I do have one tiny criticism of it. It does lack a little bit of energy until it gets to the spot where they basically beat the shit out of each other's heads, and then from that moment on, it's just nonstop. I get it. it they they built up to, you know, that certain point. Uh, I, I don't think it's perfect match you know i don't think such a thing exists no but there was one part where the crowd was chanting this is awesome and it felt a little forced i would blame the crowd for that more than the performers because the crowd you know can take the opportunity to try to make it about themselves and make it more about what they can come up with Mm. and i think for the most part they were very genuine i love the fight forever chant The Fight oh, Forever chant was awesome. I that was awesome. But I think, Perfect. but I think you know they've done. They've, it's happened before. Where like the crowd chanting, "This is awesome!" during the first lockup, and it's like, yeah, it is. But like, let them tell their story. I, so I think that was more so that than the action is maybe what affected Yagi. Um, Tope, Tope, stop cranking it. Wait, what? 
Yeah, I, I was I was bringing it to you if you had. Oh, geez, I'm sorry. I'm kind of doze off for a second. I'm sorry. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> um, fucking, this is why it's good to have a nice. Again, there's no build to this match. It's just like it's a fucking dream match. But it's like they could have some time to kind of like get settled in. Because the first, like, like Augie said, like, the first, like, few minutes were kind of, like, uh, and then once they started fucking going, it meant something, but, like, because someone who's n- literally has never seen him have a match before, I fucking love him. Yep. Yeah. I've never seen his match either. He's fucking awesome. Uh, again, it, my, my reason love affair, Brian Alvarez, continues. Uh, <laughs> he had an amazing tweet that was, like, it took him exactly zero seconds to become the most charismatic person in the company. <laughs> Yeah. As soon as you see his silhouette, him just like standing all weird, it's like nobody else does that. And it's not forced either. It's, it's no, it's just it's just him. Yeah, being batshit. There's the one moment, my favorite moment, is at the end, like right before he's at the apron, and like the music's like kind of crescendoing. He does like that cross-handed thing, and he starts having a fucking seizure. It looks like. Yeah. And, and that's just him, just being him. And <laughs> like, <laughs> as anybody else does it, it's the most ridiculous thing. And we're laughing, going, what the fuck is Roman doing? But because Nakamura does it, it's like, that's amazing. What the That's so cool. It just, it works for him. And it's, it's, and I'm excited to see everything else. Uh, hopefully it'll be a lot. Um, apparently he worked two matches for upcoming tapings. So, uh, spoiler, I'm, I'm very excited to see him eliminate Elias Sampson's face. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be fun. Uh, Bailey versus Asuka was good. Uh, they had a tough, they had a tough position. One thing I want to say about that match, I feel like Bailey carried that match. I, I don't know if it's just, I felt like Asuka was off in that match. I'd have to rewatch it, but some it wasn't like her other matches where I felt like she was controlling everything. I, it could have been like a chemistry thing between the two of them. I don't know, but I felt I was more impressed with Bailey's performance and Asuka's performance in that particular match. I don't remember having that feeling. It's very possible it might be the case. Um, if I were going to uh, kind of bring up something that you were talking about earlier uh, when we were talking about WrestleMania is match finishes. I just, uh, again, along with the, the double th- you know, three counter whatever that's happened a few months back a lot, I feel like we've seen like the the pass out a lot mm-hmm. as well as a finish lately. I feel like we've just seen it a lot lately. Yeah. Uh, again, I totally get why they do it, and perhaps there are better ways to go about doing that. Um, not that it wasn't warranted here because it was you know an epic matchup between two fucking killers, but uh, yeah, just I don't know. It, it it just kind of bugs me whenever I feel like I've seen something a lot recently that's supposed to like come around every once in a blue moon i agree with that I, yeah. and it was also kind of like a like you know there was an audible gasp in the crowd like it was i would say it's the closest thing we've gotten since taker lost at mania to like a shock reaction from the crowd because mm. i think everyone like they just don't want to see bailey lose like that it's it's yeah. you know it's, it was sad so i think yeah. that also kind of affected that as well was everyone's kind of like surprised by it um I was going to add on to that super quick. Like, what, a, the, I, I've gone back because I actually ended up just downloading the pay per view so I can watch it over and over. 
um, and on, and on a plane. But go back to the moment where the referee calls for the bell. It's and it's the same thing like with Undertaker. Obviously, not, not even close to it. But it's like it's pop because match is over. Then like murmur of like, wait, what do we what? Yeah, and it's like that's how you know you fucking got someone. Yeah. Um. I'm sure they'll have another match. Uh, I'm excited to see. The, the, the reason I, I took Bailey and Pickums beyond just not thinking they were going to go with Asuka already was who, like, if Bailey gets called up, where do they go from there? Because the only other people they really have are Eva Marie and Naya. Right? I mean, it might be kind of a bit of a lull, like I feel like was experienced in NXT before. Carmella? Um, yeah, well, Carmella too. You have Carmella, you have Alexa, who hasn't really kind of developed as much as I feel like we thought she would have by now. I um, think, I think as a character, she has, but not in ring. Not in ring. No, that's that's yeah. more so what I was referring to. Gotcha. Um, and then you have Royce and Billy Kay as well, who like are in that. Like, do you remember Mullet when like we start first started going to, to full sale? Like, how many? I feel like it was like. Sasha Banks, Alicia Fox matches we watched. Yep. And they weren't anything close Special. to interesting. Yep. You know, then that's just where they are right now. So that's n- not indicative of where they will be. They just got to come into their own. And they have at least one takeover to take over because even Bailey's call tomorrow, she's going to finish up. I mean, Sasha Banks, I mean, she's still got her rematch. There's no so you can have that time to like I like I said on the predictions podcast like they did that spot at London with Nia Jax and Oscar for to set something up for the future I, I I give them that benefit of the doubt more than I would give WWE ever I'm like okay that's a match they want to build up but Kevin Owens he come he went came back to fucking finish up true yeah so I, they'll have at least one more um. Yeah, I mean, I don't know I'm intrigued, but I'm I, I'm hopeful that kind of like I was talking about a few months ago, the tag division kind of bumps is bumped up in that spot while there's you know while they're waiting for the diva, for the women's division. Fuck, that's going to take a while uh, <laughs> uh, to kind of get reinvigorated. Um, and then the main event. Yo, I'm fucking. I'm about to give you guys a fuck you of the week for real. Oh, all you, cause so during the show, the only thing I saw the entire weekend about the show was violins. Violins. Yeah, you, you fucking, you fuckers, text violins. So I'm fucking hyped because they're gonna have a fucking orchestra playing Finn Balor's theme. Oh. I'm so oh. fucking hyped. And then I watched him like, there's no, he's got a fucking chainsaw. There's no violence. And then I'm like, oh, Nakamura. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, I. Week of the week. Also, I was trying to go, here's a week of the week for you. I was still trying to go Marx Brothers, like, violins. I got your violins right here. And then he hits him in the head with something. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Was everybody disappointed with Finn Balor or just me? I with was. The entrance. I, I got the Texas Chainsaw Massacre thing, but... Oh, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't either. I just... It was, it was really... 
out of nowhere. It was it was a chainsaw that worked this weekend, so that's a positive. Um, it took away from everything. Yeah, it, yeah, it was very not his character. And also, like, he, like, wasn't as painted up as he normally was. I mean, granted, there was, it was a different color scheme, which was fine, but it was probably my least favorite demon entrance. I don't like the color scheme either. Like, you're supposed to be a demon. Stop with this bright blue and yellow and, and like, I don't know, you're, you're, you're supposed to be a demon, man. It just, I don't know, I was disappointed. I was so excited for it, too. I was like, this is going to be fucking baller. This is huge. You know, after the Nakamura entrance, too, it was like, that was fucking cool as shit. Yeah, I think they made it, like, kind of toned it down, just so Nakamura's felt a little, like, bigger and special in that moment. But, yeah, it wasn't, it definitely wasn't his best, probably the weakest. I thought the match was fucking dope. What happened to Joe in the beginning? How did that... They clonked heads, and he just had a gusher. They were were punching each other back and forth, like, Finn accidentally headbutted him, and it was, like, right in the eye, and just wouldn't stop. And just good timing though and i get why i'm not as pissed as everyone else about like fuck pg no like if it's his eye he might not be able to fucking see yeah like, it's not tv 14 like no matter what yeah you you can't you have to attend to that yeah you have to attend to that for his sake uh i love that it happened because that was the best i've seen joe look in like a fucking decade that's a, that's like that was the kevin owens moment when kevin owens debuted and he got cut yep and it just like that blood just added to everything. It was just like, okay, this fucking up. That's what happened with the joke. Because I was again, I was kind of like, man, this match started bleeding. I was like, hey, there's blood in this. Match. All right, cool, this is cool. We're, yeah, we are terrible human beings, Tope. <laughs> it, it pissed him off, and he used it, and it was yeah. fucking great. He fucking outworked Finn Balor like a motherfucker in that match too. I was just overall in general that whole fucking match. I was not happy with Finn Balor at all. Just, I just think it was a very boring performance. And it, it, it's very formulaic from what he, he does the same stuff. He uh, he started um, hulking up uh, in this match a couple times. True. And I wasn't wild. I'm not wild about that. No, it's. Yeah, I, Joe. I, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed that match. And it was because of Joe for like 98.9% of yeah. the reason why. Um, and then. He lost <laughs> <laughs> the Survivor Series '96 uh, counter. Uh, uh, other thoughts on it? That felt like a match that I don't want to say should have had a different result, but it just felt like I don't know something was off about it, and I don't know why. God damn it! We should have talked about this after NXT because now we're all like, you know, because Mania got us all fucking down. But that was <laughs> we were all really excited about the NXT. Like it was a fucking great show. Uh, the fi- like it the was a great show. Good. It was absolutely it was great fantastic. Again, I'm just I'm in my nitpicking. I mean, I'm like this. Like I watched my favorite movie on for merit movies, and I'm like, yeah, there's this part I didn't like. It's just like I don't know why I record and I have to be critical all of a sudden. Uh, <laughs> I don't know yeah. what it is. It, there, there is a part where it, I would love to see the alternate universe version of that match where Joe doesn't get busted open, and it feels True. like, you know, some of the the rhythm of that match and like some of the legs of it doesn't get taken out from under it. But yeah. like you said, because Joe got cut, it got him pissed because it did those things, and that made it special in that way. So. 
Yeah, I, I, that's exactly my thoughts as well, was whatever was meant to be got kind of thrown aside when they kept getting fucking stopped. So, uh, anything else for NXT? Nah, man, I'm good. Yeah, it's two in the morning period. Yes, yes it is. I have to be up very soon for work. Alrighty. Well, with that, we will wrap up our WrestleMania 32 post-show, just five minutes away from two o'clock in the morning. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, if you're new to the show, tune in next week. It'll be better and more fun. Uh, I do want to quickly go through uh, the WrestleMania in 10 words or less that were sent to us over Twitter um, very, 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 very quickly. Um, at Dave with four A's, two V's, and three E's, or four E's, uh, <laughs> then, now, forever. From at Zachary underscore Tincher, the words fucky repeated for six hours. These are all thoughts on WrestleMania in 10 words or less, by the way. Uh, at Milldog311, divas are women now. Fucking stupid Shane. At Martin Inch 1979 really good first half. Meh, second half after women's match. At Stand the Dry Bear, my 10 words took up almost all the 140 characters. Uh, <laughs> at Nerd underscore Ferguson underscore, eat, sleep, push, room, and repeat. At DJ Dirty Mike, eat, every McMahon is batshit insane. At Seasonal Tiger 35, a roller coaster of emotions. At Lucha Verde, very sports entertaining, Twin Peaks ending for every match, huh? At Shabbily Games, at least TNA had Styles winning with the Styles Clash. At Suit Williams, I'm tired and confused. Where's the Bullet Club? At underscore Crawdad Man, hashtag CM Punk was right. At Glenn 200K, best WWE vengeance I've ever seen. At I, at Carly Dorkin, our friend from Gainesville, was were the giant bootios donuts. I should probably preface this with my current hungry status. I think that was more than ten, but that's okay. At Andrew Swim, well, it happened. At Dot Patty, it never ended. <laughs> at what's up with all these people's weird Twitter names now? At Salvi with three A's, three L's, three V's, and three Y's. Probably best friends. It's a picture of uh, Triple H pointing to Vince McMahon, and it says, I booked NXT. He booked this shit, not me. <laughs> <laughs> at CT Grenade, Zack Ryder, most over babyface to win match. And that is it. Did you did you uh, include he's the most over full time baby face? Oh, full time? No, I didn't. Sorry. Yep. Well, it's oh. true. He's not wrong about that. Nope. <laughs> I'm gonna give myself an enema. Um. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Podswall with us wrestling or wrestling podcast entertainment. Of course, check us out on ArcadeAudio.net with our other podcasts in our network of shows. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Leave us a review in five stars. Helps us out so, so very, very much. Send us an email, potswoggle at gmail.com. We'll read it on the show, just like we'll read a review you leave us uh, for iTunes. Did I already say that? I don't know. I'm, a, I'm already asleep. Um, at Potswoggle on Twitter, thank you so very much for following along with us tonight during WrestleMania. Facebook. Instagram, YouTube. Tope, what's the status of March of Madness hitting YouTube? Uh, downloaded, just cutting it down now. Perfect. 
Uh, and also, of course, on Twitch every single month, uh, possible title tournament will be hitting at the end of April. Next week, I'll probably have a, uh, a date for you and we'll pick our participants uh, for that. Anything else? God, I hope not. Augie, final thoughts. I wish I could have used one of my powers to make WrestleMania better. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks a lot, Augie. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for being behind, asshole. Uh, Rich, final thoughts. No, uh, like a dumbass, I'm going to try to watch the season finale of Walking Dead right now. Don't do it, man. Go to sleep. (laughs) It's 90 minutes. Go to sleep. No, no. Because what if I hear something tomorrow? I already did. <laughs> well, <laughs> when I'm I was... not you, so... Shut when up. I was going through Twitter, so I'm like, hey, well, might as well. That's fine. Uh, Tope, on the last podcast about WrestleMania 32 forever. <laughs> uh, of course, apologies to Sasha Banks. Um, with all the shit we said today, just realize the oldest WWE champion currently is 34. The second is 30. So, hey, Leaster's that. And WrestleMania fucking sucked. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Remember WrestleMania... No, sorry. So, seriously. WrestleMania 27. uh, They beat up Alberto Del Rio's car. uh, The core lost in a minute. Uh... This was worse. I'm telling you, this was it, worse. I, it was uh, not worse. <laughs> I think, not, yeah, I think cast was worse than the podcast after WrestleMania 27. That's for damn sure. Okay, that, yeah, I think, I think, I think once you let it settle for like a week or so, it's going to be lower end, but not one of the worst. Just meh. Uh, we could have watched The Rock versus Eric Rowan about 400 times. <laughs> no, that's wrong. My math's way off. I'm not going to do math right now. Yeah, a lot more than 400. For Augie, for Tope, for Rich, and for Witten, who had the right idea. This is Mullet, signing out. <laughs> for Postmarvel, wrestling podcast with entertainment, we are slogging off. At the very least, I'm going to play all of Nakamura's theme right now. So it'll make it'll put people in a good mood. Yeah. Well, no, don't waste it. I'm just going to do it at the end of every show now. <laughs> it's our official <laughs> closing song. Uh, okay. We want me to play Roman Reigns, right? Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.